MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big and win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head on over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone and join the SGPN group. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And of course, make sure to download the SGPN app to your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Howdy ho, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 160. Let's dedicate this to all the underdogs at last weekend's PFL, PFL 5, because they were out barking in uh, um, full-throated voice, uh, at least uh, at the at the uh, end of the card, main main portion of the card, um, which was a good and a bad thing for, for my co-host picks which we'll get into before we give you some some brand new picks to bet for this coming week. Um, who am I, you may ask, um, speaking in you uh, speaking in your ears. I am Jeff Fox, Jeff the Party Fox, you may know me as I'm one of the um, one of the hosts at this podcast. Thank you for coming along. It's a Monday episode. Mondays are PFL days for us. Well, when PFL is running, which is they're running again this week, they're finishing up a run in Atlanta, GA, Hot Atlanta. Um, third show is going down this Friday night. So we're going to give you some picks for that. And like, and like I said, we're going to uh, recap last weekend's event. Uh, we have to bring in the man known as, after his picks last weekend at PFL, I think we can call him Gumby God because he hit two massive underdogs on this card. Like I said, the dogs were barking. Let's bring in the Gumby God, Daniel Vreeland. Not not too massive, right? Right around plus 150, I think I was. 170. Ah, yes. Which one was the 171 at the time of... Because uh, they both wound up, I, I think, probably because I Ray. skewed the lines. And, and Braveheart people. was 170. Uh, but I, I think I probably skewed things because after people heard me, uh, both of them were right around plus 145 at fight time. Uh, but yeah, um, Stevie Ray in Ryoji Kudo. Yes, sir. Kudo. Dan, hit it for the the big win so um yeah so it was a good a good night for, for uh pfl five actually the, <clears throat> excuse me the fights uh kind of if you like wrestling if you like um wrestling and mma you may have liked the card did you watch the whole card no i watched uh i watched kudo off the top um and then because we yeah. hadn't made picks for a lot of these fights i like came in and out yeah well, we should um, mention that they messed they messed things yeah they messed things up on us yeah, they, they completely gutted the card like 30 minutes after we lo- dropped our podcast. Um, yep. And, and like, I, I was happy to see some of the changes because some of the guys who, who showed up, I, I'm like more intrigued by. Like, I, I like that Juan Adams was on there. He picked up a big win. He didn't win in the first round, which means he's not going to be in the playoffs. But it was like, you know, good to see him back out there and like winning and he'll be a fun addition in the future. Um and then, like, I, I like seeing Maurice Green in there, even though we had to fight Dennis Gotsoff. Um, So, like, yeah, there there were, like, cool additions. But ultimately, like, it left us with only five fights we had actually talked about in any capacity, including only yeah. three that we gave real breakdowns for. Luckily, um, a couple of the big dogs uh, that Dan did give you picks for came through. So there you go. And they actually fought. So uh, if they hadn't fought, you wouldn't have got all 
all that big money. So hopefully you were trailing Dan on those picks. I wasn't really paying attention to the SGPN Slack fight channel on fight night where, where people making money off us, Dan, or making money off you more uh, correctly. I popped in to brag about Kudo and saw a whole bunch of people <laughs> at Bet Flores, I'm pretty sure. So uh, not, cool. so not as listen. much. They don't pay. And he won, you know, I, I'm not, I don't mean to jump the gun on a recap and I don't know how organized you had it, but like he won exactly the way I said he was going to win too. Like he has Just a listen, big, people. he's got a big right hand. Uh, and he had floored mm-hmm. Brendan Log, Lognane or Log, however the hell you say that name, but he had floored. No, you said it right. Lognane. Um, I think so. Sure. We're going to, he, it's, that's what it is now. Um, but like yep. he had floored him in the past. And, and ultimately didn't win that fight, but like he had floored him in the past. And like, so who's to say he couldn't floor Alejandro Flores, uh, who is clearly like not as good of a striker and has no grappling. Bunch of fools. So I, hopefully at the very least that those degens in the slack that didn't listen to you, hopefully they went over to win to make, make their bet. Cause you know, even if they lost they, they could be entered in some of these cool contests I'm going to tell you about. Make sure you get down on the wins. A bet $50, win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets, plus the ultimate fantasy football experience. Bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st of this year and get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Today, offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, let's move on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine, as do the SGPN fam. It's a game-changing product and like anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only place or only app, excuse me, where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a of a button it's insanely fun to write it out together stop what you're doing and download sleeper now to play their new over under game have fun with your friends and make some money and dan's going to give you something to make money on with tuesday since you probably listen to this on monday night we'll give you picks for tuesday or oh yeah that 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 makes things a little bit harder because i haven't been doing uh daily fantasy research for for tuesday i'll take uh take shohei otani over on hits uh because he's shohei otani uh and Mm -hmm. He's generally pretty good at that whole hit and thing. Oh no, actually, yep. I have done I have done a little research on that one. Take um, take Jose Altuve against uh, Carlos Carrasco. Uh, that was for an article I was doing. He's uh he's uh, eleven for thirty off of Carrasco lifetime, so he's got tons of at bats hitting over three thirty three. One of them's a dinger. He's also walked as many times as he struck out. Uh, take Altuve against the Mets. There you go. And here's what you do with that pick. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right. Let's rip through PFL 5. And then we'll move on to giving you some winning, more winning picks. Hopefully. All right. This went down this past Friday from Atlanta GA. Main event. Dan got wrong. We had a big upset. 
Matthias Scheffel um, beat this uh, Bruno Capaloza, who is the defending champion at, uh, at heavyweight, beat him uh, by decision. Um, and it wasn't a robbery or anything like that. He pretty much dominated this fight. Yeah, and we, we can lump Clinton Abreu and Henan Faria into this same exact one. Like, yep. what a bummer of two of just, like, the best dudes in this season just, like, going in and throwing, like, one of the worst performances you've ever seen. Um, it, it was kind of a, like, in both cases, I was like, oh, I now have to just be, like, less excited about all of these guys. Like, it, it was... Yeah, it was it was such a uh, buzzkill. But uh, yeah, like, I mean, you're right. None of them were robberies. And do you want to know the most infuriating thing about this, though? Do, Tell me. Both guys who lost are in the, the playoffs and the both yep. guys who won are not. Yep. Like, it, it's going to be Cavaloza versus Goldsaw yep, and, and Faria versus D'Elia uh, because they won earlier in the season. It's so dumb, dude. Like. I get that PFL is trying to give like a, a season view to, to MMA, but now that they've boiled it down to two fights as a season, it it's shitty, dude. Like there, there's no way like that. A, a, a guy just needs one knockout in the beginning of the, the season. He can get knocked out the second dude. Stevie Ray is it. it we're going to talk about him beating Anthony Pettis in a second is fighting Anthony Pettis yeah. again now. Because they have to rematch now because they got paired up in the playoffs. And Pettis is the high seed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I enjoy it because it is, it's something different. But yeah, they, they definitely, definitely can, can use some tweaking. The, the two fight thing is, is far, far too little. And maybe they should take away points if you get knocked out, stuff like that, or, or, or stopped. Maybe that's. A, yeah, I, I like that. Out. I like that. Like there should be. You know, if you're going to give two bonus points for a second round finish and three yeah. bonus points for a first round, how about take those three directly out of the other person's score? Yep. Like, why, why not? Yep. Do it, PFL. Because, uh, no, I, I enjoy the product. And it's, like I said, it, I like that it's something different. Um, they got to get that I, those fucking stats off the screen, though. <laughs> you don't. But Anthony Pettis threw a 15 mile per hour uh, strike I saw on the weekend. Yeah, dude, those don't mean whale <laughs> shit. And it's like so. There's a lot of stats on the screen. It's distracting. Yeah, There's a lot. It's, it's very visually stimulating, and it not in a yeah. good way. <laughs> yeah. So th- they're the two big, the big um, underdogs that came through that Dan did not have. Um, sadly, those fights did not fall through, and and Dan didn't hit those. But he hit the co-main event. He had Stevie Ray. And he uh, won. Modified body lock is what they call it. Anthony Pettis hurt his rib, apparently, or looked like he hurt his rib in uh, when he got put in this move. Move. Um, I guess we'll call it a move. Hold. Um, but it's not like Pettis was looking spectacular anyhow in the fight. Even though um, even though off the top, Kenny Florian said that we're, we see Showtime Pettis this year, even though Dan said the exact opposite thing on our podcast, that Pettis has checked out, he thinks. But Florian yeah. was hyping it up pretty No, no, no. He, yeah. He's so out of it. I, I'm kind of bummed that he's in the playoff because now we have to see him again. And like yeah. he he just clearly doesn't need to still be fighting. And he's got like all kinds of other endeavors too. Um, you know, like he's a he he's an agent now. I don't know if you know that. Right. He's got his yeah, own like yeah. stable stable of talent. He owns his own fight company. Like he, he runs his own promotion. So like what is he still doing fighting other than 
PFL told him he could come win an easy million and he thought it would be an easy million. And it, and it is it, not. We're, we're now two years in and he's picked up one win in four <laughs> fights um, and not against whole household names either. You know, like no. he's losing to Roush Manvio, you know, and like yeah. imagine telling somebody eight years ago that Pettis was going to get worked by Roush Manvio. So and Clay Collard. Um, yeah, yeah, but but that being said, Stevie Ray did look good, and I think you're right. I think this was an injury loss more than anything. At first, I thought it was like a weird modified twister looking thing. Right. The yeah. more the and I saw some people yell twister on on Twitter, and even that my first reaction was, oh yeah, it did look like it was some kind of modified twister. But like on second look, it looked like Pettis just reaches for his rib cage. He just like broke his ribs. I think. Yep, that's all. Just broke his ribs, but. Um, Stevie Ray, one half of Harlem Heat, came through with that win. Um, what else? Uh, Abrio Ferreira, we talked about Chris Wade. Kyle Bokniak was not one of the fights we broke down, but Chris Wade won via head kick and punches. So, um, oh, I called that one too. Did you call that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta change things then. What, what, what odds I did you have on that? Do you know, in our pre production meeting, <laughs> I sent you an email uh, and you did they were, not reply. They were bad, man. they were bad, they were bad odds. Uh, I do remember uh, because okay, well, I'll, uh, I'll look I, it up. You want to talk about the fight I, while I look it up? I, yeah, I, I played my my typical two sided thing, being like, "Huh, Botchniak's pretty tough." Uh, and like, so there might be value on. I think it was Botchniak was like plus four ten or something like that. So you know, Wade had to have been like, you know, negative three hundred at least. Um, yeah, I mean, a head kick knockout a minute and ten seconds in. What what is there more to say other than that? <laughs> yep, no kidding. Um, let me find. The actually talk about another fight. I'm gonna find the st- how much you got for that, Dan. What do you I mean, want? All the other. I mean, we can just buzz through these. Like Delia, Delia Graves, Delia Graves, super boring. Bubba Jenkins, Elkson, super boring. Gottsoff versus Green, super boring. All of them unanimous decisions. Lance Palmer did exactly what I thought he would to Shaman Marias. This is another one we had an official bet in on. However, he was a favorite in that one. Um, and he was a favorite for a good reason. Shaman Marias, decent striker. Uh, not going to deal with the grappling of Lance Palmer. Um, so we hit that one. Uh, Juan Adams came in on short notice and fought Sam Kai or Key. Uh, this one, by the way, I wanted to mention this while you're looking shit up. Um, this one was really weird to me because uh, Sam Key was scheduled to fight Dennis Galtzoff. And they both are still on the fight card. And they both still fought... Uh, but for some reason they fought Juan Adams and Maurice Green instead. I think it's because why? I I think it's because uh, Ali Isiev and Jamel Jones both dropped out of their fights, um, and both of them dropped out. And I think their thought process was, well, we're supposed to have this many heavyweight fights, so they got two replacement fighters. But then it felt wrong to put the two replacement fighters against one another. So they okay, broke yeah. up a matchup that was already planned and people have already had training camps for and made them fight UFC cast-offs in, in Maurice Green and Juan Adams. Super weird, um, but good for Juan Adams getting a win. I like him back in the win column. Uh, and then the only other two were uh, Brendan Lognane, uh, who we mentioned, uh, wound up getting a replacement fight. He didn't fight Boston Salmon. He fought Ago Husik. Uh, Husic, which uh, was an easy one-sided decision, which seems like most of these were. Um, and then the, the aforementioned Ryoji Kudo getting me plus 150 uh, against Alejandro Flores. They need to respect his name, dude. That guy, that guy might win the 145 season. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if he came out of this with a million bucks. 
We we shall see. Dan came out of the night with $203.33. Very nice score. Thanks to a plus 170 dog in Stevie Ray and a plus 150 dog in Booker T. No, it wasn't Booker T. Uh, Kudo. Uh, so you made it 203.33, four and two on the night. For the season, you're a 16 and nine, 64%. You're up 1772. There's a nice. there's a there's a dot between the two sevens. So what seventeen dollars and seventy two cents. So nice. Hey, perfect. yeah, yeah, it's perfect. You're up money, so that, that is the key. So um yeah, we're gonna get up more gonna get ahead, uh, hopefully some more money after uh picks for this coming weeks. PFL, but first we're gonna tell you about IP vanish. Dan's gonna make sure he doesn't make your money vanish. Uh, did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes it virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Well, um, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan. For our listeners, with a 30-day money-back guarantee, it's just like 89 months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right. We've got a PFL coming up and it's got their big money fighter, the big ticket fighter on it. Um, Kayla Harrison, unfortunately, her fight has fallen through. She's supposed to fight Julia Budd which probably would be a bit more of a fair fight than than the fight that's coming up. But nonetheless, she is fighting. We're not going to give you breakdowns of her fight because her, uh, well, the she, odds, they're, she's they're fighting, still not out, right? Because she, she's, well, let's just talk about the fact that she's fighting Caitlin Young, who, by the way, yes. not here to disrespect Caitlin Young. Caitlin Young is a legit legend of MMA. Uh, if you go back, I, I'm just going to read you a list of people who Caitlin Young has fought. Um, She's fought Misha Tate, Gina Carano, Julie Kedzie twice. Uh, she fought Leslie Smith, Liz Carmouche, Lauren Murphy. Um, she fought Pam Sorensen. You probably don't know the name Cindy Dandwa, but she fought Cindy Dandwa too, um, who's like a uh, yes, legend. Like, yeah, yeah, the, the Belgian fighter, Can she I just fought Cindy Dandwa. You, you want to hear a fun story about Cindy Dandwa? She just retired this past weekend, or uh, two weekends ago, yeah. rather. Um, she fought in a like regional Belgian show because that's where she's from. She's from Belgium. Um, yeah. and she fought in the main event, beat the hell out of some like, you know, like two and oh girl or oh and two girl or something like that in the main event. Um, for her, you know, Danois got like 40 fights or something like that. But the uh, earlier in the fight or earlier on the fight card, uh, in an amateur fight, Danois' daughter fought and won, ah. um, which is crazy that she's fighting on the same fight card as her daughter but uh yeah like kind of a fun retirement fight uh getting to fight with her daughter it's like ken griffey jr and ken griffey senior dan you're Except probably too for, young to remember that no i'm i'm not too young to remember ken griffey jr but uh senior no, they play bit. together i mean yeah i, I might have been too young for that that's true but it's not like i haven't seen the video of of junior stealing the fly ball from senior so 
Um, but and, and also this this is with like mid-level women's Belgian MMA. So uh, not exactly the same. <laughs> it's a little different. Just like LeBron and LeBron Jr. in a few years. Bronny, Bronny, I think we're Bronny, supposed to call him. Yes. Do you All want right, me to? You rip, just... Do you want me? Yeah, I'll do my rip yes. through. So my typical do rip through. Rip through. Uh, Kayla Harrison's gonna kill Caitlin Young. Caitlin Young's 12, 12 and one in her career. Um, <laughs> of, of all, of, I think of all of those names I mentioned to you, she beat two of them. She beat uh, Cindy Dandwa towards the end of her career, and she beat uh, Misha Tate. I think when Misha Tate was like one and zero or something like that. So like one year old. Yeah, like she's fought a lot of high level competition, but she's like, you know, you said yeah half, to that, by the way. Yeah, I, she, I know. I did not I'm, fight Misha Tate when she was one, Dan. I'm I'm not letting you derail my quick uh, run through. So uh, <laughs> don't agree with everything I say if you're kind of loud. Um, so uh, Rory McDonald's going to kill Sedabu Sai. Uh, no offense to Sai. Murders. Yeah, he's he's not looked particularly good in there. Um, Rory Mack, despite not being like old school, Rory Mack should be fine. Um, I'd like Ray Cooper, the third to, to bounce back and be, uh, who's he fighting again? Brett Cooper. Um, uh, Brett Cooper's a guy yep. who just takes a lot of damage. He, he did in Bellator. You can't take damage like that against, uh, Ray Cooper. You have to try to wrestle him and make him work. And I don't think he will. Um, and, and then we got this weird fight. I, I will say this. Uh, I, I think the odds on this are going to be astronomical between Magomed, Magomed Karamov, uh, and Yao Severino. Um, but I will say Zeferino is a tough dude. Uh, he's probably going to be like plus a thousand. If that's the case, I don't hate like a sprinkle on him. Uh, but the, the pick, if you want a winner here, is Magomed, Magomed, Karamov. Um, so those are all super big blowouts. What were the other blowouts I had circled? Oh, um, Mokratina versus Montes. Um, for some reason, Marina Mokratina who's like a pretty good Sambo uh, Russian uh, is fighting this Mexican woman who's fought four times in her career. Uh, she should just absolutely uh, murder her in there. And then uh, the Another other murder, the other women's blood I had was Martina Jindarova. Um, she's, I mean, maybe this one's not a blowout because I do know less about uh, this Kazakh woman's who's, I'm going to butcher her name in just a moment. Zamzagul Zelanova. Um, I know, I know less about her, but, but I will say, uh, that, that, um, uh, Jindarova looked really good in her last fight. Um, and and I know that, uh, Zay Zalanova, uh, is, I know she's a judo specialist. I don't think that's going to play well. Um, and she just got the crap kicked out of her by Larissa Pacheco. So, um, those are the quick scan through ones. Hang on. Let me make sure I didn't miss one because one week. PFL skimped and we wound up hosing our, our listeners out of one. No, I just gave you six fights. So then we'll give the actual rundown of four. Like we have every week. So how many of these fights are going to happen this week, Dan? I think all of them, there, <laughs> there are no replacements for women's, uh, women's lightweight fighting Very outside, true. outside of yeah. Caitlin Young. So hopefully none of those fall through. Yes. All right. We'll, uh, we'll break down. Yeah. You, you'll hear when I do breakdowns for some of those women, this lightweight fights. It's this is the first time the woman has fought at 155 pounds. So um, we have someone. <laughs> we have someone who's coming up from strawweight. Originally a strawweight fighter who's now fighting 40 pounds heavier. So um, all right, first fight we're gonna break down is Jara Al Salawi. Actually, he's got a longer name than that, doesn't he? Is Jara Hussein Al Salawi? Salawi, yes. Zayad. Jara Hussein Al-Salawi Zayed, I think is his full name. You can call him the Jordanian Lion. 
if you I remember we broke down his fights before because so I think I was a Jordanian lion on a few episodes. So he's fighting in a, a this would be lightweight. Is it a lightweight, Dan? Uh, welterweight. Um, okay, welterweight, right. Yes, he just did lightweights. Okay, welterweight fight against Magomed, another Magomed. Magomed Umalatov. Um, Umalatov. It's not, it should be Magomed, Magomed Umalatov, should it not? Sure. Why not? I, I'm just gonna agree with you today. It's all. It's always Maga. Man, he's. You have no patience for my nonsense tonight. Fine. Let's just break down the fight, man. You want to get right down to business? All right. Uh, let's tell you about Um Umalatov first. He's a prince. Apparently, he's 11 and 0, nine knockouts, one submission. He's 2 and 0 in PFL. He's a regional champ. Two inches taller, three inches of reach on El Silwali. Um, I was gonna give you. A, the number on him, but we do not have the betting line yet. Hopefully by the time this gets in your ears, there will be betting lines out there. You can go over to WinBet and and bet some of this money. Um, all right, the Jordanian Lion, El Al Silwali, 18 and 3, seven knockouts, five submissions. He's been knocked out once, two and on PFL, won five straight fights. He also is a regional champion. Tell us what you know about these men and who's gonna win. So Umalatov, uh, I like quite a bit, mostly because he's got good power and we've now seen him beat good competition and beating Leandro Silva. I don't know if you remember Leandro Silva from his UFC days. Um, yes. he, he beat like Efrain Escadero in, I think he submitted Charlie Brenneman, which that name might not mean a lot to you guys now, but Charlie Brenneman was kind of fun, wasn't he? Um, anyway, uh, yes, he so Spaniard. Else, yeah, the Spaniard. The, the, just the Spaniard. It was just, just Spaniard. Charlie the Spaniard, the Brenneman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I like Elsawai, but like the problem with him is that he just had that fight with uh Gleason Tebow, and I know he wins the decision there, but I, I know a lot of people who scored that for Tebow mostly just because like he controlled them. Umalatov does prefer to box and has gotten a lot of work done boxing. But, like, if it wasn't working for him to throw hands with this guy, he'd just wrestle him and take him down. So, yeah, I think Umalatov just has too many ways to win, and it's not going to go well for uh, for uh, Elsewhere here. Let's see how, how you are guessing lines. We can do that game. What's the line going to be? What what number are you going to get for Umalatov? So, uh, are you going to write these down and, and yes, tell me how, how well I did? I think yes. Umo Atov is going to come. So I think Elsawai will have a little bit of credit coming in from the Tiva win. Um, but Umo has got a name like Umo Alatov, uh, in, in like, <laughs> you know, that's, that's tough already. Um, so I think I'll say Umo Atov negative 220. Negative 220. Lock him in. This is a price is right. Except you can, you can guess, you can uh, go over with your guesses. Not like the nice, price is right. Nice, but, nice, nice. Yeah. All right, um, we're going to go to a women's fight next. A women's lightweight fight. Larissa Pacheco, Pacheco versus Jenna Fabian. Lightweight's the only women's class they have, right? At this point? Correct, it's made up. Yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah, it just, I just clued in. Like, duh, news, uh, all of a sudden, a uh, thunderbolt into my brain. Wait a minute. Yeah. Anyhow, let's tell you about Fabian first. Five and two with three knockouts, but knocked out once. Four and two in PFL. Won her last fight. She has missed weight badly. I think that was the last fight she missed weight, maybe? 160 pounds she came in at. Was that last yeah. fight? Do you know off the top of your that, head? That was. It was the Julia Budd fight. Yeah, yeah. because was, now right. she's in like a weird spot where she like needs a big knockout in order to make the playoffs. Yeah, did, what happens? Did she get docked points? You, you just get no points. Like she oh, gets no points fight. at all. She can, get, she can fight and get paid, but she's not fighting yeah. at lightweight, so she doesn't get any lightweight points. Right. 
yeah, so she's one of the legit lightweights in the as uh, lightweights as in size in the in the weight class. Um, because she missed weight, she made it to the PFL semifinals last year when she got beat by the champ. Um, that that girl Kayla Harrison, that's uh, man banning. She's all seven two as a kickboxer. She's got half a foot of height on Pacheco. I'm having trouble with the names, Dan. And five inches of reach on her. Um, so she, like I said, she's size-wise, she is a legit 155-pounder. Pachechko, 16 and 4, seven knockouts, eight submissions. Been knocked out once, submitted once. Five and two in PFL. She won three straight fights all via some form of knockout slash TKO. She made it to the 2019 PFL finals where she lost to that woman once again. I just spoke of Kayla Harrison. Uh, she's fight at 145 and 135 pounds. Multiple regional championships on her. Mantle. Went 0-2 in the UFC, 0-1 in the Ultimate Fighter, made her pro MMA debut in 2012, and she's four years younger than Fabian. I'm going to take Fabian here, and I think she's going to be a decent-sized underdog. Really? I thought yeah. Pachetko was was the second-best uh, lightweight still. No? So I, I thought that for a while, although she is coming off that loss to Jindarova, uh, who I mentioned is is getting a you know a squash match, uh, Martina yeah. Um But, like... She, go back to her time in the UFC. She was one in three. She only beat Sarah Morris uh, and lost to Carol Rosa, Tracy Cortez, and Irene Aldana. And, like, that's already kind of alarming because what does Aldana want to do to you? Just, like, box you? And here we got Jenna Fabian, who, first of all, is way bigger than Irene Aldana. And second of all, yeah. comes from a, she comes from a kickboxing background. She's a kickboxer who they let in here just because she's a kickboxer. And in addition to that, like, if you go back further in, in, uh, no, wait, hang on. I, I've got my people mixed up. That was not Pacheco's line. That was Vanessa Mello's line. We're going to talk about Vanessa Mello later. Pacheco is the one who amateur. Beat, yeah. Who beat Carol Rosa, but lost to Jermaine Duran to me, uh, Jermaine Duran to me. What is she trying to do to you? The exact same thing is, uh, uh, Jenna Fabian. Sorry. I got my, uh, my analogs mixed up. I didn't mean a Renee Aldana. I meant Jermaine Duran to me. So she went, uh, 0-2, or, yeah, 0-2 in the UFC, got fired, uh, has lost a bunch of times to Kayla Harrison, which don't mean anything, but largely is just like, what is she going to do? She's going to go out there and box somebody way bigger than her in Jenna Fabian, and she's lost to boxers who are way bigger than her in the past. So I think she's going to be a large favorite here uh, because Fabian is like, you know, she, she missed weight badly. She's, you know, quote unquote, just a kickboxer. She looked terrible against Kayla Harrison. But nobody looked good against Kayla Harrison, and and in the no. end of the end of it all, like I, I think, I think Pacheco is going to try to grapple her a little bit, but is going to look less good doing so. Um, and hey, like Fabian just needs to light her up on the hands. Fabian's got the ability to knock people out. She has in boxing. She has an MMA. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Fabian here. Okay, what number are you gonna get? Uh, plus this is gonna be a big one, I think. Plus two fifty. Oh boy. Plus 250. All right. Hopefully, Dan's doing pretty good with the PFL underdogs so far this year. All right. Let's jump right to Vanessa Mello versus Olena Kolsinik, mostly just because I already half broke down Vanessa Mello stupidly. All right. Let's do it. Vanessa Mello. She's Miss Simpatio. Simpatia, excuse me. Um, 11 and 9, two submissions. One, she's been knocked out once. 0 1 PFL. She's to fight at straw weight, featherweight and Bantamweight. Uh, she's one and three in the UFC. She missed weight twice in the past. I can't remember what weight classes they were, but it wasn't lightweight, that's for sure. This will be her 
she has fought for the first time in lightweight uh, since she joined PFL. Uh, regional champion. She's a regional champion. 2011 was her pro MMA debut. Uh, I want to say Coleslaw, but it's Colesnick, not Coleslaw. Uh, Cannon Colesnick. Six and four with one no contest, three knockouts, two submissions. She's been knocked out once, submitted once, I believe. I didn't put any number behind beside submitted, but I believe it's once. Uh, she is, I have her record. Boy, I was really good when I was doing this. I have a record in PFL is one in 12, Dan. Did you know she was nope. that bad in PFL? No, one in two. One in two, I know. She's only lost four times. So one in two in PFL. She won her last fight. Um, oh, and two in Invicta. Used to fight down at Bantam, or Featherweight, excuse me. Two years younger than Mello. Four inches of height over her and three inches of reach. Go ahead. I'm going to go with with the Ukrainian here. I'm going to take Cole's Knick. Uh, I, I, again, I mentioned how I don't like Vanessa Mello uh, during that last breakdown where I mistakenly was looking at her record instead of somebody else's. The recent loss to Jindarova doesn't look good. Only having beaten Sarah Morris. Uh, fighting somebody like Irene Aldana uh, who just wants to box you. Cole's Knick comes from a boxing background she trains at tiger muay thai which means she'll be ready for the takedown she's only really lost to like some pretty high level fighters with the exception of taylor guadardo who uh i i don't know what to say about that loss very much um but like she she's looked good since beating her maybe i don't know um but yeah i would say uh i think this one is gonna probably wind up right around pickamons um, but I'll take okay. Cole's Nick here. I, I think she's just going to be like a little sharper on the feet and Mello is going to be outsized. There you go. Okay. One more fight to break down for you. Then we will send you on your way to bet these picks over on WinBet. Gleason Tebow versus Nikolai Alex Sakin at Walter Waite. Um, Alex Sakin. I, I changed my, the, the pronunciation of his name that time. I think I might be closer to the correct name, correct way that time. Alex Sakin. You just, you just keep doing you. Sure. Okay. <laughs> 24. See, he has no patience for my nonsense. <laughs> 24 and seven with, it's like one, one of his kids. 24, seven, with one, no contest. 11 knockouts, two submissions. He's been submitted three times. One and two with one, no contest in PFL. Lost his last two fights. He was one and one in the biggest organization, the best organization in the world. One, one championship, including a title fight against, Ben Askren, which he lost. He's eight years younger than T-Bow, four inches of reach on him. T-Bow, 37 and 16, four knockouts, 15 submissions. He's been knocked out four times, submitted twice. Two and two in PFL, he lost his last fight. Used to fight at lightweight. Somehow, when you look at him, you wouldn't believe it, but he did. 16 and 12 in the UFC, failed a drug test on his way out the door there. Missed weight in the past at lightweight. MMA, pro MMA debut, 19 and 99. He's an inch taller than his opponent this week. Break her down. I, I'm not going to because it's a Gleason Tebow fight. No patience for Gleason Tebow either. I mean, Gleason Tebow consistently puts on the most Gleason Tebow fights of all time. It, it's really funny because, like, if you if you look at his recent PFL record, um, it, it's just wrong. It's wrong in every way. Like, you have his split decision win over Rory McDonald. He didn't beat Rory McDonald. There's no way he beat Rory McDonald. He lost that fight pretty handedly. And then it's got a split decision loss to El Sawai, who we talked about before, Jerron El Sawai. He didn't lose that fight. He won that fight. Um, so it's just like a wacky bunch of things. Um, but I'll say this. Like, I, I still have enough faith that Gleason Tebow is pretty good. Uh, Alex Sakian, just like 
I, I don't know. Occasionally, he just looks like he has trouble getting anything going. We saw that in, against Cedabu Sai in a fight he lost. And, I mean, he looked completely out of his element against Ray Cooper. I don't know if he was winning the first fight with Cedabu Sai, but he didn't look great. And Sai is a guy who I don't have a lot of faith in. I mean, like, I think his at pro MMA record is barely 500. The Swedish Denzel Washington, you might remember. Oh, um, yeah, that's who that is. Yeah, yeah he's he's fighting on uh, he's he's fighting Rory McDonald. He's one of the yep. squash matches. Um, but yeah, like I, I just don't think Alex Akian like follows his game plan well enough and like gets derailed really easily. So I, I'm just going to take the veteran win with Gleason Tebow. And I'll also say this. I don't know how to line a Gleason Tebow fight anymore because it's Gleason Tebow. Um, unless you're putting him up against somebody who's really good or really terrible, uh, I got no way of lining it. But like he could be really great tomorrow on uh, what when is this fight card happening? Friday, technically, Friday, he could be yeah. really great. He's probably not going to be really great, but who knows? He could be really great. He could be really terrible. Um, but I'm still gonna take him here. That reminds me, I didn't tell y'all when it's happening. It's I, I may have briefly. Uh, it is happening on Canada Day, Friday, July the first. As everyone knows, that's Canada Day. Uh, um, it's our 4th of July, except it's our 1st of, 1st of July. Uh, 5 p.m. Eastern is the start time. ESPN is the main card. ESPN Plus are the prelims, and it's going down from Atlanta GA again. And then and they're off for a few weeks now, right? Yeah, they're uh, off until the playoffs, which is in the first week of August, I oh, believe. right, yeah. So what are we going to do? What are we going to uh, do, Dan? Uh, Get plans can, for our Monday I show? Mean, I mean, contender series starts in uh, yeah, in, a, in a in a couple a month, of weeks. Month we'll, to the day, I think. Isn't it we'll probably six? I think. Yeah, we'll we'll probably just or start 27? ignoring ignoring PFL <laughs> even their playoffs when contender series rolls around because the level of MMA is about thirty times higher. It's true, and that's where all the money is made too. And um, I've already been doing my research, so. Oh, very good, very good. Is Bellator running at least in those weeks? I think Bellator's only running like once. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Some people on our Slack care. Um, Oh, I gave winners for Bellator. We didn't recap that either. But it was all in. Go ahead. It was all in the Slack. Uh, I can't even remember what dog I told people to play. But oh, it was um, Killy Smoda. Looks phenomenal and maybe one of the best unheralded fights I've seen because it was being watched by 400 people on YouTube. Uh, But man, did he look good uh, with his grappling. So uh, hopefully you guys listen to me and bet Killy's Moda. And Gegard Mousasi did not look so good. Did you watch that fight? He did look bad. He looked objectively bad. He looked like Mousasi. That happens sometimes with him. Do you know Johnny Johnny Eblen, the guy who beat him, uh, now the, the Bellator champion? Do you know who he trains with? Your mom. No, he trains. <laughs> no. Seriously, yeah, hell of a <laughs> would be a hell of a sight. Um, he he fought he fights with uh Kiwis Moda, the guy who I just mentioned, yep. uh, and uh Alex Pereira and Glover Teixeira. Ooh. Yeah. So Looky there, nice, dropping some nice, knowledge on her head. Nice little nice little gym getting put together in Danbury, Connecticut. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it looks like Belcher's only running once a month. Hey, break your heart. And the next event is July, July, <laughs> July 22nd is the next event, but, um, well, we'll, uh, like Dan's good at picking regional fights too. So don't worry when PFL has gone, we will, we will not be gone. We will still figure out things to stick in your ear holes, uh, every Monday. So, um, anything else you want to stick in the ears this week? Let me, uh, this episode, let me think read our stuff, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, Dan and I write about not just MMA, we write about baseball as well. There's actually a PFL picks column, um, coming out, uh, not Dan or myself. So it'll be interesting to see if, if he's on the same page as us. Dylan Rockford will be 
uh, making the picks. Um, is he going to get lines? Is he going to find lines? Is hopefully he finds delayed? lines. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows? But he's going to make picks. It'll be interesting to see if if they're uh, if they're the same as Gumby's picks or not. So that, that should be dropping on the site early, well, before Friday, for sure. Um, so you can read his picks. Maybe he'll have a different take on things that, that you uh, that you have to, that'll make you go, hmm. So we have that. We have all our baseball stuff. Obviously, there's always football. There's all this minor league football that we cover. It's just nonstop football because you people love your football. So we cover everything over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. So read our stuff, listen to our stuff, listen to Dan's Top Turtle MMA podcast, read my stuff at moneymma.substack.com. Follow us on Twitter, SGPNMMA is our is our uh, Twitter handle. We're over 200 subscribers again, I see. So onwards and upwards. And then my personal one, Jeff Fox Writer, and he is Gumby Vreeland. And I think that's it. Is that it? You 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 got it. All right. All right. Until next time, uh, which will be Sunday, I guess, right? No. Wednesday. I'm, I'm a Wednesday. week ahead of ourselves. We'll our, yes. We'll do our that regular Wednesday. breakdown Wednesday. <laughs> we will do two shows. Wednesday and Thursday will be our um, UFC breakdowns for you. So um, until then, I will remain the Jordanian lion, Jeff Fox, and he will remain Gumby God, Daniel Vreeland. Bye-bye. 